Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Wednesday of the first week of Advent. And today is also an optional memorial for St. Nicholas, uh, one of the favorite saints of the church, probably one of the most recognizable Uh, And, of course, uh, he was a real saint that uh, lived uh, back in the early days of the church in Turkey and uh, was a a wonderful bishop and uh, a great man of God. And so today is a very special day in many other countries of the world that uh, celebrate St. Nicholas Day. So a wonderful day to look up more about this great saint that uh, was a part of our history as a church. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain, and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, today, and as you know, we kind of move through different uh, parts of the various Gospels to kind of pick up on the life of Jesus and to uh, be able to, again, reinforce in our hearts and minds the, the amazing gift to the world that Jesus was and is. And today we're really dealing with the area of miracles, that uh, in addition to being a great teacher, as we uh, see when we look at the Sermon on the Mount and other places, he also provided great miracles to sustain and uh, undergird the fact that his message was truly from on high, was truly from God, as the things from God were being done. And they were beginning to understand that he was not just a miracle-working man, but as uh, St. Peter said at one point, he is truly the Messiah, the Son of God. And uh, here in our passage, we have them up on a mountain. You know, Jesus was walking along the Sea of Galilee, and as he did, a number of people probably began to follow him. And as these huge followings uh, grew, 
he realized that in order to address them, he needed to be in a place where he could speak more easily. And so he went up on the side of a mountain. That way he could be seated and he could look over the crowd that was kind of below him. It's kind of like an amphitheater. And he would have a better opportunity to speak to them. And so here they were on this, on this mountain. And he performed wonderful miracles. There were the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, all of them being healed by Jesus. The work of, of uh, ministry and healing that was taking place, the teachings that were happening, the crowd would not go away. It had been three solid days. And that meant that they probably at times just slept there. And some may have brought a little food. Others may have not brought any. The disciples themselves, the 12 that were with Jesus, only had seven loaves and a few fish among, among them. And so Jesus, again, was moved with compassion, moved with pity upon the crowd. After three days, they must have been super hungry, he knew. And they were very weary and weak. And he realized that many of them, if they came down from the mountain in this condition, may collapse. And it might be life-threatening for some of the elderly. So anyway, he provides, again, the miracle of feeding. Before, it was 5,000 men along with women and children. This time, it's 4,000 men. Again, I'm sure, counting the men with women and children, it could be up to seven or 8,000 people. Again, with seven loaves and a few fish. Now, they were all filled. They were satisfied, and they still picked up fragments as they did with the feeding of the 5,000. This time, seven baskets full instead of 12. And one of the things that it's really evident here is that the number of loaves and fish don't line up uh, uh, logically with the number that it took to feed 5,000. If it took uh, five loaves and two fish to feed 5,000, it shouldn't take uh, five loaves. Maybe he could do it with four loaves. And maybe, you know, again, maybe two fish or two smaller fish, whatever. But instead, it's seven loaves, a few fish. And I think one of the things that we see here is it isn't the number. It isn't that five will feed five, five loaves feeding 5,000, four loaves feeding 4,000. It's that God uses whatever is available to him at the time. So in other words, here, uh, there were seven loaves that were available along with a few fish. And that being what he had to work with, that is what he used to satisfy their needs. And again, not the same amount was brought back. And again, this gives us a, a wonderful picture of the fact that wherever we are and whatever we're doing when we are looking for God's help, that he will use whatever it is that he has to bring about the purposes for that particular situation. Now, good it is for us to realize that it isn't that we need so much for him to fulfill what he needs to do. We present ourselves, we present what we have, our abundance or our lack. And then he takes and uses that to bring about the wonderful gift of provision that he has for us 
in whatever situation we find ourselves. This is truly a wonderful thing for us to realize that it isn't our want or our lack. It is trust in the one who can take what we have and multiply it, that it can provide exactly what we need at the time. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. One of the things that I'm thinking about as a takeaway, just as we um, have this beautiful uh, example in the feeding of the 4,000, and of course referring back to the 5,000, is um, one of the things that God asked Moses back, and he says, what is it that you have in your hand? Moses said, a rod. And the scripture says that the rod of Moses became the rod of God. So as we look for God to work in us and around us and through us, what, it is, what is it that we have? What can we offer him? Our faith, our time. If we have a little time, then we can offer that to him. Uh, whatever it is that, that uh, we have that we can offer him for uh, use in providing for the needs of others, providing for our own needs, whatever it happens to be that when we offer it to him, he can make great use of what we have. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.